what's up everybody merry christmas hello welcome to the coach vaughn podcast i am vaughn di carlo aka coach vaughn and coach vaughn is on happy holidays everyone if you are listening to the coach vaughn podcast today number one thank you um, but there's only two things that i can assume one you do not like your family and you like me better and you rather hear my voice than your annoying mother-in-law or father-in-law or cousin-in-law or your own mom or dad or kids yeah i want this toy no i want that toy i didn't give it any oh you forgot the batteries always sucks when you forget the batteries because none of the toys work i guess But what are kids getting these days for Christmas? Do they get toys anymore? Or is it just a bunch of freaking iPads and iPhone X's for four-year-olds? I don't know. But that's the first thing I can assume if you're listening to my voice right now. Uh, The other thing I can assume is that maybe you're like me and you don't uh, live near your family and you're spending, or maybe you don't have a family at all. I don't know, I don't know your situation. Uh, But for whatever reason, you are spending Christmas alone, much like myself. I am spending Christmas all by myself, but I have basketball to keep me company, of course, from noon until midnight. How about that? But let's be real. That's what I would be doing on Christmas Day anyway, is watching all of these games. I do it every year, so it wouldn't be any different except I usually have my daughter you know in the other room hanging out with her cousins or whatever for Christmas or New Year's Eve la di da but 2017 was a huge 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 transition for me and I had to let go my let go of my baby and she moved to California she is living la vida loca um, well, not to La Vida Loca, hopefully, just focusing on her career goals in school and working and such in sunny California, uh, New Jersey turned Cali girl and mama in New York living her best comedy life. And of course, my mom and my sister uh, and her two kids are in Pittsburgh, my biological sister and my sister, best friend from another mother is in Houston with her husband and two kids so I am here in the big city of dreams living my dream as a stand-up comic in the entertainment business and such in New York City all alone now I was going to curl up into a fetal position and just have a pity party and cry all day while I watch basketball But I said, why? Why would I do that? I wasn't even, honestly, guys, I wasn't even going to do a podcast because I just didn't feel like being a Debbie Downer of your day. And if you're tuning in to me, maybe you need to pick me up. I don't know. You damn sure wasn't tuning in to hear me sulk. So I wasn't going to do a podcast today, but I said, no, no, that's, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to move towards 2018 with my 2017 sadness. I am going to move towards 2018 living in all of my positivity. Because 2017, let's face it, guys, 
overall, it was an absolute shit show. Like, the world has shown its ass. From politics to sports and everything in between. Sports, of course, has been our savior for the most part. Of course, I spoke on many podcasts in the prior days since I've started. Oh, 2017 started the Coach Juan podcast. Hip hip parade. We're just going to talk about like what happened in 2017 that was glorious. Um, But I spoke about it on many other podcasts where um, our athletes, specifically King James and, and Steph Curry and a few others, have been the light at the end of the tunnel for integrity and professionalism and hope and faith and all of the things that we should look into for our leaders, such as uh, President 45. Why is he such a, a trash bag? Ugh, it's disgusting. But we're all positive today, right? Are you guys going to be watching all of these games today like I am? Uh, What I do want to talk about in terms of it being this time of the season, this is where it gets real, right? We're going to move after Christmas games. We start moving towards, you know, really looking at the numbers and what's going on and and getting a a true glimpse of what our playoff season is going to look like. And of course, for those of you who um, th- that are excited about All-Star Weekend, you start thinking about that little break. But for me personally, I've never been into All-Star Weekend at all. It just seems like a one big fat party. And the All-Star Game, it really isn't an All-Star Game, right? It's just, you know, the players, the top players just showing off and you know, casually dribbling up and down the court and dunking once or twice here or there, putting on a little show for the fans that are there. But it's like a big, huge celebrity hangout. It's not like a real game. The most interesting part of All-Star Weekend, other than all the little honeys that go there to try and get pregnant or something, is the slam dunk contest, usually. Uh, But that really, you know... It hasn't been, like, not last year, but the year before. It was amazing. Oh, my God. That was the most amazing slam dunk contest with, like, Aaron Gordon. And, um, oh, my God. These hybrid human beings just floating in the air. But prior to that, like, the... What was the most exciting one? I guess when Nate Robinson... Well, he's been slam dunk winner, like, how many times? Six or seven? Like... (laughs) You know you ghetto when you five foot seven or I guess five foot five. I he probably added a couple inches with his shoes. Uh, and I'm not stabbing Nate. Like, I love Nate Robinson. Anyone who knows the history of me know that I love a good underdog story. And Nate Robinson is an amazing athlete. I always said if he was six foot five, he would be LeBron James with his athleticism, his, his, um, his passion for the game and his work ethic he would absolutely be king robinson um but he's not and he's made the best of what he has which we can all learn from that in life can't we um to be slam dunk contest winner it's just like slam dunk champ so many times and you're like 
four foot one is utterly ridiculous and inspirational at the same time. Uh, but yeah, and I, I read his book, Heart Over Height, really good book. Uh, I don't know if you guys are readers or not. I don't think so because you're not like buying my book by, you know, most of you who have read it have told me about it and posted good things. Please do also put your reviews on Amazon. Speakfluentman.com is where you could get my book. But most of you, I bring that up to say, I know a lot of you don't really read because a lot of you are asking me to do an audio book for my book. And come on, guys, I don't want to, I don't want to read it. <laughs> like, I wrote it, you read it. So lazy these days, aren't we? Like, where's our work ethic? Where's our inner Nate Robinson? Where's our inner LeBron? Do you not see LeBron is getting better? How is that? Where Everyone's waiting on LeBron's decline. He's actually getting better. And for you King James haters, please spare me your whatever you have to say about him. Because as you know, I'm it's, it's just going to fall on deaf ears when it comes to me. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, he's 32 years old and he is beasting. But it, it goes without saying like LeBron should be MVP every year. I always have this argument. Most valuable player is the most valuable player to the team, right? What team, if LeBron is on any team, he's the most valuable player. He makes everyone better. Not, and, it, and the proof is, you know what? I don't even want to get into this argument. We've been, we've traveled this road before. So you know what? I don't feel like cursing people out on Christmas day. So I'm going to slide back out of this MVP LeBron conversation and just say, look, this is the time of year where after the Christmas games, everyone starts looking towards, you know, playoff season and the energy starts to get pumped up a little bit, right? We start getting on our um, predictions and whatnot, start really taking things a little bit serious. And remember at the top of the season when the Cavs were in a little bit of a slump and, and LeBron was like, nah, it's too early to panic. Nobody's panicked. Nobody's worried about it right now. I dare to say that LeBron is never worried about it. But um, yeah, how is Kyrie doing these days? I know they were on a winning streak and then they were on a losing streak. Uh, so let's check that out. Let's see really quick. I'm going to pull it up. Let's see. Where are they? Uh, da, 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 da. What is their record right now? I'm so goofy. I, <laughs> I do. I'm so disrespectful. Like I do. I am guilty. Like many other people, I am guilty of referring to the team by the main guy, by the lead player's name. So I just went into Google to look up the Cavs record and I put in Kyrie, Kyrie Irving record. <laughs> I do that all the time with LeBron and whoever, you know, I, my bad. The rest of the team is it's basketball is definitely a team sport, but it is what it is like Kyrie Irving. Wow straight killing it let's see Cavs record right now <laughs> 27 and 9 
Raptors 23 and 8, Cavaliers 24 and 9, Pacers 19 and 4, Pistons 18 14. Where's the Knicks? Wizards 18 15, the New York Knicks 17 and 15. Mm. Before I get back to well, I don't need to get back to the Celtics. Let's just see. They're they're number one right now, so who cares if they went on a short little losing streak? Uh, let's talk about the Knicks. Let me let me just say this, guys. I have been the worst Knicks fan this year. I've been a pretty bad NBA watcher this year. Usually, I catch every single game, but I'm out doing comedy every night. I'm progressing in my stand-up career I'm doing really well and I'm excited about it but it's taking me away from the games and if anyone who knows me knows that these games are very important to me it's, it's my greatest pastime I love watching basketball I learn so much I get so inspired just in my own life and I apply so many of the principles and the the strength that I see that the players have I apply to my life um, which is probably why I am progressing so quickly in my own goals however as a fan I must say that I have missed more games this year this season than any other season and uh, I don't really like it but I like it for personal reasons for my own career but Getting back to what I was saying about the Knicks, I am very disappointed in myself in that I'm a diehard Knicks fan, but I have been very cynical and very ugh, whatever to the Knicks. Like recently, uh, when they played OKC, I think I talked about this last week, when Melo was home, I was so like whatever they're going to get their asses handed to them right i i gave i i gave zero faith towards them winning the game and they won and i've been doing that a lot like seriously almost every game did you guys see when the knicks played the celtics i'm like there's no way this knicks team is gonna beat the celtics and then they beat and i'm like wait a minute hold up was Kyrie playing <laughs> and I was watching this game I saw the game and even though I knew the answer to that I was like hmm uh maybe Kyrie wasn't playing maybe you know he was walking around a flat earth or something because <laughs> I just couldn't believe you know I don't believe that the Knicks are going to win any game and that sucks to be because I used to be one of those Knicks fans that you couldn't tell me nothing like every game I was like no we could do it we could do it even when it was a surefire loss and ass whooping on the horizon I would be like no we could do it you just gotta have faith now this season I'm just like eh my energy is so low when it comes to the Knicks but I'm still a Knicks fan I'm still down for the orange and the blue but it's just like oh god what's gonna happen now and what's funny is Beasley who's been beasting a little bit said that the Knicks were gonna make the playoffs and be a seventh or, or eighth seed or whatever and right now 
you know, right now he's still in the running for being right. Interesting. Right behind the Knicks at number nine is the Heat. With, uh, they're 17-16. And the Sixers, number 10 at 14 and 18. Number 11, the Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Do we pay attention to the Brooklyn Nets anymore? I, I kind of forgot they existed. Uh, 12 and 20. Not so bad. Uh, Hornets, Magic, Bulls, Hawks down the road with that. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I'm hoping that watching the games today, I'm going to watch the games from noon to midnight. And I'm hoping to get that fire back that I kind of lost somewhere along the way. You know, what is it? I'm thinking maybe it's just me in general because sometimes when you've been beat up in life, so many times even though you're kind of hanging on you're also letting go and what you don't want to do is let go of your faith right I feel that way in a lot of areas in my life and not just basketball my fan my fandom with the Knicks or just with the NBA and watching basketball in general I feel that way in so many different areas of my life. And I think it's because 2017 was such a huge transition, right? From, you know, letting go of my daughter and her moving all the way across the country um, and starting her adult life, but still being single out here in these single streets and just really deciding that I'm... I don't want to do certain things that is going to cause me any kind of pain. And sometimes we lay down and cuddle up with the wrong person just because you want to have some type of affection. And what we have to realize is some affection could be detrimental to your your health, your mental and emotional health, because it is just going to, it's going to hurt when you let go in the long run. And it's just so many different things that I had to let go of this year. And so many things I had to accept, like truly accepting being alone, truly accepting it and truly standing on my own heart. And looking within and and going, okay, insert Jesus, insert the light. Because Jesus is the light. Everyone hears, hear me say, stay in the light all the time. Jesus is the way and the light. And the light at the end of that tunnel is always there. It just depends on how far away you allow yourself to get from it. And the further away you get from that light, the less hope you seem to have. And like I was saying, when you've been beat up so many times and you you do start to have that pity party, like the why me party, but you have to look at it sort of how you look at basketball, right? That game, if you're playing that game, right, you're going to have wins and losses, not just at the end of the clock. You're going to have wins and losses throughout the entire game. As you travel up and down that court, you're going to get tired. You're going to get a second wind. And then you're going to get tired again. 
You're going to, you know, miss a shot. You're going to make a shot. You're going to miss an easy layup and you might bank a half court difficult shot from the side. You know, it's it. Life is basketball it really is. I, I always drive that point home for you guys, but life is that game. Life is, you know, ball is life. Life is ball. It really is. And there's so many things that I learned from basketball. I guess that's why I keep it so close to my heart. And I was so disappointed that, you know, so inspired within myself that I am out there and progressing and being independent and and being stronger and being disciplined and, and even changing my diet and getting back into the gym and doing all these things that you hate to do because you just want the results. Really? Everybody just wants that W at the end. We, everybody wants to hear the buzzer and have that W, but nobody really wants, nobody really wants the responsibility of what it takes to get that win and also the responsibility of the win once you have it because once you win right you're expected to win again and again and again and then when you get that L you're like oh it hurts even more right look at LeBron people just expect him to constantly win and be perfect and just take for granted what he really brings to the table and he has to push through that and you have to push through it whatever your goals are in life whatever your whatever is tugging at your heart right now whether it's loneliness and you're you know sitting excuse me alone on Christmas day like me and if you're alone on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day excuse me why am I burping like a grown ass man? Excuse me. I am burping like a hillbilly right now. Um, but excuse me, whatever. I'm alone. It's just me and you guys chilling <laughs> on Christmas day, burping and farting and doing all the things we want to do. Cause when you're alone, you can do that, right? You don't have to say, excuse me to anybody. There are, there are great things to playing by yourself, right? When I go to the gym and I shoot by myself, I make all those shots, son. I am like banking it every time. There's nobody there to check me. There's nobody there, you know, to go boo or you suck or try to steal the ball. It's just me getting all those shots in, making all the shots and making all the adjustments, right? When I miss the shots, I make those adjustments so that when someone does enter the room and they do want to play one-on-one or if I have to play team ball or whatever, you know, I'm not an athlete. I really don't play. I'm just trying to, you know, make some connections here. But if you practice alone, you'll be stronger for when you're in game, when you get out into the world and you're, you're playing the game of life and you're on the court balling right you're doing your thing when you put in that work for yourself you'll be ready for when when the world tries to block you when you come up against that person whether it's someone at work or someone in your family or you know whatever it is 
whatever your opposition is, when it comes up against you, when you are super strong within yourself, you'll be ready for the world. You'll be ready to go up against. It's just like stand up. You know, it's if I don't do my work at home, how am I going to be ready to get on the stage? And yeah, I'm pretty good at improv and and, and winging it and, and thinking uh, uh, quickly on my feet if someone heckles me or whatever. Yeah, that's a skill within itself. But I never get on stage unprepared. What I'm working on is, you know, progressing and becoming stronger and layered because I'm doing the work. And you, when you do the work, you have more confidence because you know you deserve the win. And if you take an L, it's okay because you learn in that L, right? So I'm, I'm okay with taking an L here and there. I'm okay with taking this L, um, being at home, watching the games by myself. I'm enjoying myself, right? And that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to learn how to enjoy yourself so that one day when you're with someone and they, if they leave or pass away or something happens, then you, you know how to be strong within yourself and God is within the light is within guys. The light is within. Um, I hope that this episode of coach Juan podcast has inspired you and make you feel, made you feel better. I'm going to, um, get my snacks together and get ready for the first game of Christmas day is the Sixers and the Knicks. I am going to do a quick prediction before we close out this podcast. I am going to say, I'm going to go through all the games, right? 12 PM, the Philadelphia 76ers versus the New York Knicks. I'm going to call my team guys. I know Ben Simmons is killing it, right? And we got to trust the process in um, Philly. But I'm going to go with the Knicks uh, taking that win. And then at 3 p.m. we have the Warriors and the Cavs. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. I'm going to go with the Cavaliers. Going to go with the Cavs. Uh, I believe Steph Curry might be out. I'm not sure. But either way, it doesn't matter if who's out when it comes to the Warriors. Their bench is deep. Their whole squad is deep. So whenever one person out, it's like, uh, one superhero down, 50 million to go. Uh, let's see, 5.30 p.m. We have the Wizards and the Celtics. Hmm. Oh, John Wall. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I, I'm always on, like the Wizards is that team that just never seemed to get there like John Wall just never seems to get get where he should be right I I always want him to win but yeah the, like John Wall's not mm, ugh, yeah <sighs> deep breath I always want you to win John Wall shout out to you you're a good guy I'm gonna go with the Celtics on that 5 30 p.m. game uh, Rockets Thunder at 8 p.m. I'm going to go with the beard. Going to go with the Rockets there. Uh, let's see. Timberwolves Lakers. Lonzo is out. Lonzo is hurt, guys. Uh, so that 10-30 game. Mm, 
Let's see. Do I want to still say it's going to be the Lakers? Huh. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Timberwolves or Lakers? I want to say the Lakers. Kind of on the Lakers side because of Lonzo and I like their their little up up their uh not upcoming because they're already here but like I like the new Lake show. I like the excitement that's around the Lakers right now. Can't really see myself being a Lakers fan, but uh let's see. All right. Fuck it. I'm always I'm always right sometimes. I'll go with the Lakers. Those are my predictions. Um I know I'm I know I'm going to hear it from you guys. I'm probably right minus I would say one or two games. Uh, oh, so that's it. I'm going to go with that and I hope you guys have a super wonderful Merry Christmas. If you are in the Philadelphia area, King of Prussia area, I'm going to be at Valley Forge Casino on February 9th. I am starting to promote this very early. Use coach, uh, not coach, just Vaughn, V-O-N as the promo code, promo code Vaughn. Valley Forge Casino, I will be posting a lot about this. Please come and see me. I am so excited. I was there with Keith Robinson. They're going to have me back um, featuring opening for Andrew Kennedy. Very funny comedian. I am so excited. So excited. So excited. Please use promo code VON and come see me February 9th. I know that's a ways away, but start getting your tickets now. This show will sell out. So I'm starting to promote it very early. The very first Christmas show I have, I'm sorry, very first show of 2018 that I have is going to be at the West Side Comedy Club um, brunch show. So if you guys want to come out and have a super cool New Year's Day brunch with me at 2 p.m. West Side Comedy Club, uh, New Year's Day, my very first show of 2018. I am going to do a year in review show before the end of the year. So look for that next week. And I hope you guys have a wonderful Merry Christmas. Uh, listen to me on all things available. Go to Coach Vaughn Podcast or just CoachVaughn.com, CoachVaughnPodcast.com. Listen to me on the Misfits Network, iTunes, Stitcher, Laughable. Uh, where else am I? I'm everywhere. SoundCloud. Uh, I don't know. Go to my website and look at all the places. Listen to me live and call in and ask any questions you want about this past uh, podcast or any past podcast every Tuesday at 3 p.m. on the Station Head app. Download it. The link is on CoachVonPodcast.com as well. You guys have been wonderful. I hope you enjoy your family if you're with your family. Go back in there. Spend some time with your kids, your husband, your wife, your in-laws, your mama, your papa, uh, whatever. I'm going to be going back to Pittsburgh to see my mama and help her through her first surgery. She's going through cancer. I'm, I'm many prayers to my mom. You guys send out your prayers to my mom. She has cancer, uh, found out over Thanksgiving and she is having, um, surgery on her lungs to remove that one. So I'm going to be there the first week in January. Uh, so I will be getting up somewhere in Pittsburgh. Shout out to my Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh fan, P-I-X. What's up? Terrible talent. 
I'll let you know where I'm going to be. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. That is where I post all of my shows and whatnot. You guys already know the spiel. I am wishing many, many, many prayers and blessings over you and your family on this Christmas day. Enjoy the games. Uh, let's check mark all my wins and losses for these predictions. And um, yeah, I hope you got some gifts today. And oh, shout out to Aaliyah Janine. I co-host the Hormones Podcast. Go to hormonespodcast.com. Uh, I post that as well. Uh, yeah, she bought me a gift and my sister in Houston got me a gift. So, you know, I got, I got a couple gifts this, this year. I don't always, you know, get gifts. I was very blessed. Thank you guys, um, for the many blessings that I do have. And you guys are definitely one of them. I really do enjoy you listening. And I did this podcast today for you and I hope you enjoyed Many, many blessings to you and yours. Coach Vaughn, out.